the Pro Wrestling Bowl. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene. Taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. Are you a fan of pro wrestling, comedy, and combat sports? Then we have the podcast for you, because we cover that and much, much more. Do you like to debate with your friends? Do we have the perfect segment for you? It's the 531, where we take any given subject, break it down to a top five. From there, we debate it down to three, and then into that number one spot. If you want to get a hold of us, find us on our social media. Search Working Fans Podcast on any major social media platform. And if you want to find the podcast, search for us on any major podcast platform as well as YouTube. Working Fans Podcast. We put in the work so you don't have to. We're back and see who Chevy's rooting for here. Going to be a little bonus issue because next week's the holiday. So we're getting a little ahead. This is just going to be your UFC 276 preview for those who are listening on audio. So we won't be reviewing the fight night prior. By that time, we'll know the results. By the time you get this, we are going to give you our preview. UFC 276. All right, all right. Yeah, man, this UFC 276 card is stacked. You want to tell people what we got coming after this? Sure. So on July 9th, we'll be previewing UFC fight night Dos Anjos versus Fazeev. And then after that, July 17th, UFC fight night Ortega versus Rodriguez. Yeah, And then the end of the month, huge fight night card in London, July 23rd fight night Blades versus Aspinall. And that'll be a 3 p.m. Eastern card. And it's a giant Mm. great card, just like the last London card. So. Yes. Looking forward to that. Love those London cards. Great crowds, great fights, early time. Can't go Can't wrong. beat them. What's up to Cage My IQ in the comments? I didn't go in depth on these early prelims, but you did a little research. So I'm just going to hit you with some fights and we'll give some predictions. Sure. The fight we got is Jessica Rose Clark versus Julia Stolianko. <laughs> what do you got here? I noticed that Stolianko has lost all three of her UFC fights. She mm. came from Invicta before that. She has a lot of subs. But I think that Jessica Rose Clark's experience is going to get her the win. She probably just wins a decision, pretty close decision on the feet, I would imagine. I will concur with that. I was going to go with Jessica Rose Clark and seldom do we see a lot of finishes right here. So with women in the bantamweight division, sometimes, but... I don't think I've seen Escalade Park with a ton of finishes. Let's go right to middleweight. Uh, a guy I'm familiar with, Brad Tavares versus and I am not too familiar with, Driscus Duplis. Duplisis, yeah. I don't remember how to pronounce his last name. He doesn't fight often enough for me to remember. But we just talked about Brad Tavares. He hasn't been super, neither guy's been super active, really. I think this is their first fight this year. And they haven't fought since july of last year so duplices has never gone to decision he has a lot of subs Tavares is kind of a wrestler with good you know decent stand-up but i, I think duplices is gonna get a sub i'm gonna go around three probably like rear naked choke or something like that all right and it'll be a little different i'll go Tavares tko round three now let's get right to this next fight because this is one i'm a little excited about as cage mark is letting us know some stuff here the pieces has great kickboxing and bjj mixer so you might be in the right there, Chevy. So we got Uriah Hall, one of our favorites here, 
taking on Andre Nunez. And Andre is on an eight-fight win streak. And I was just looking at some of the stuff here. He's got, like, two wins on Dana White's Contender Series. Like, he's got the Brazil Series. And then the regular Dana White Contender Series over here. And, like, he's got coming off a win over Eric Anders by submission. Before that, it was like he uh, subbed Jacare, too. This guy's on a tear. That's You're a big right deal. Like, I don't know. Like, he's the guy who's always been a little inconsistent, too. Probably, if I had to guess, is going to have a striking advantage here. Oh, yeah. But if this goes to the ground, I don't know. This guy looks like a killer. I love me some Hall. I'd like to tell you my prediction would be Hall round two TKO, but I feel like it's going to be Nunez here. Submission, and I'll go round three. Well, I'm picking with my heart, so I'm going with that TKO round two for Uriah Hall, but this is definitely a tough matchup for him. Classic striker versus grappler, so we always like to see those. Cage Mike, who's got Nunez by round two sub as well. Uriah is a knockout or miss in his fights due to his, his passive counter fighting style. We shall see. I tend to worry about a fight like this for Hall. Like you said, it's a tough style matchup. We got Macy Barber versus Jessica I. I'll let you go into this a little bit, but I'm just going to say right now, I got Macy Barber. I'm going to say round three. I think she's going to actually get a finish, too. I think she's going to get a finish, too. I'm saying KO in round two. Uh, Jessica is tough, but she's lost her last three. So I I think Macy Barber's on the come up. She's got a couple losses that she's come back from. And, you know, those were learning experiences for her. And I I think she's the future, as I believe that's her nickname. So I think she's going to get a round two knockout. Then we got Gabriel Green versus Ian Gary. We got this one. Uh, I'm definitely going with Ian Gary. I'm I'm high on Ian Gary. He's undefeated. He talks. He's you know we we say Patty's the next coming of Connor, but really Ian Gary is more of the personality and confidence. We'll set, we'll call it confidence of Connor McGregor. So uh, right. I think he's gonna come out early and just get a first round KO. Not that Gabriel Green's not talented. I, I think just. Gary's reach and timing is going to hurt him early and he's going to get finished. Yeah, Green's 2 and 0 in the UFC or 2 and 1, I'm sorry. He's 11 and 3 overall. So, you know, his record's competent, but I don't see anything off of here that necessarily let me know that he's going to beat Ian Gary, who seems like to be a very big prospect for them. Yeah, I like Gary here, too. Yeah, I'll say first round. Then we got a fight and a half here. Robbie Lawler versus Brian Barbarino. Lawler, obviously a legend, former welterweight champ. He always brings it. Barbarino is one of those perennial contenders. Just had that war with Matt Brown there recently. Mm -hmm. To me, he's kind of like the modern Matt Brown, almost. This should be a fun fight. If you look at a few years ago when Robbie Lawler did fight a Matt Brown, Robbie Lawler had won that, but Robbie Lawler was on a tear of his lifetime around that point, too. I don't see that being the same nowadays. Yeah, I think this is going to be a war, and I'm going to say that the young chin of Brian Barbarino is going to give him the nod. I'll say third-round knockout, though. And we're really in sync here today, Dave. I, I yeah. put in my notes war yeah <laughs> lawler hasn't looked very good recently he he did win over a nick diaz that didn't care to be in the fight at all but before that mm. he had lost four or five in a row so I, I do think that this is a good matchup for him as far as someone who's going to go to war with him yes and i'd like to say robbie's going to win but but i really see barbarena getting the ko in round three like you said and because of the style I could see Lawler pulling this off. Right. This is going to be a great fight no matter who wins, for sure. Then we got Jalen Turner versus Brad Riddle. 
Who do you like here? I think Brad Riddell's kickboxing is going to be the difference. I, I believe he he has a recently lost to Fazeev, and both guys were Tiger Muay Thai kickboxing mm-hmm. instructors, so they had some history. But Riddell's kickboxing is phenomenal, and I, I just don't think that Jalen Turner is going to be able to knock him out. His takedown defense is pretty good as well, so I think he'll be able to keep it standing, and I'm going to go with he wins a decision, Riddell by decision. All right. I mean, he's got a lot of decision wins, so seems like that would be the case. Jalen Turner, though, is on a four-fight win streak right now and all finishes, 12-5. and five. You know, I'll be a little different. I'll take Turner, and I'll uh, stick with these three-round TKOs here. I like them. Cage Mike, who's got Turner by uh, third-round submission. Also, Randy in the comments, by the way, too. Shout-out to Randy. I haven't said anything yet. Randy wants Waller to win. Hey, we do, too. All right, main card time. Let's get in some stats here on the main card, some records here. We got a good one to really kick it off here. Pedro Munez versus Sean O'Malley at Bantamweight. Bantamweight, one of my favorite divisions right now. Pedro Munez, 19, 7 and 1, 5 KOs, 8 submissions, 6 decisions, 3 performances of the night, and he's tied with Uriah Faber for most bouts in UFC Bantamweight history. So he's a guy that's always ready to go, and he's one of those not quite that top five, you know, but he's like right always there, one of those top guys. Excellent test for Sean O'Malley. Uh, O'Malley, 15 and 1, 11 KOs, one sub, three decisions, fighting tonight twice, performance tonight four times. I think stylistically, though, this is a good fight for O'Malley because Aminos is one of those, Aminos is one of those guys he likes to get hit and then he'll hit you back, which worked great with Cody No Love, who decided just to say, F it, we're going to, you know, fight like that. O'Malley's a little more slick, though. I won't be shocked if O'Malley loses here because I don't even know who the favorite is. I got to feel like, you know, Pedro Munoz does have all that experience that he could be, but I I just smell O'Malley winning this. I think this is his style of fight, and I think this will be a late finish again, round three, TKO. Yeah, I'm going to go with O'Malley, too. I, I see uh, Cage My IQ in the comments talking about checking the leg kicks. I do think that that is O'Malley's weakness, but he's so much taller than pedro i think he's going to be able to keep him at range with his hands for the most part and get out of the way of some of those leg kicks and i I think he probably just pieces up pedro and wins a decision beats him up for three rounds yeah so i think yeah we're kind of saying okay decision or like i said i have a late finish but we're expecting this to go for you yeah i don't see anybody taking anybody out really unless o'malley decides to not fight like o'malley and decides that he's going to just trade with him and swing that would be a mistake yeah that would be a mistake indeed then we got lauren murphy versus misha tate at flyweight this is the flyweight debut for misha tate mm-hmm. murphy 15 and 5 eight ko's one sub six decisions misha tate if you don't know already she's 19 and 8 four ko's seven subs eight decisions former ufc bantamweight champion fight of the night two times against kat Sagano and ronda rousey performances of the night against holly home former strike force bantamweight champion I like the fact that Misha is cutting down the flyweight and she's making a serious go at this. I cannot help but root for her here. I I hope she gets the win. I I predict she will. I think it will be a good test. I got tape by decision as well as he caged my cue again. But yeah, I got tape by decision. I think the problem is Valentina Shevchenko is just so good. I have a real hard time seeing anybody overcoming her. But like Misha, one thing I got to say about her, even back when Ronda Rousey was just dominating everybody, she always had a championship mentality. Like she always mm-hmm. saw the things that she could just adjust. And she's constantly working on things. And I feel like she's someone you can never really take lightly. Personally, I hope Valentina goes up and fights for the Bantamweight title. I hope this title maybe gets vacated. And I'd love to see Tate 
captured his belt because I think, you know, she doesn't already have a Hall of Fame career, which she probably does. Like just having this woman's flyweight belt would really kind of, you know, solidify it. So anyway, I just want to go on about Misha Tate a little bit because she's one of my faves and really even growing on me more just to see everything she's done in her career. Yeah, I agree. She she really has like a great attitude about life and and the sport in general. But like you said, this is her first fight at flyweight. She has been slowly cutting down instead of just trying to do one giant weight cut. She's, you know changed her body so that she can do a regular weight cut to make weight and i think that is a good call especially when you're at you know she's older for especially for women it's harder to make weight when you're older like that so i think she made the right move here she won't deplete her body too much and i think she's gonna come in and make a run for the title like you said whether she has to go fight valentina or a vacant title or whatever but i i see her definitely getting the win here i think she's gonna be the stronger wrestler and she's gonna end up on lauren murphy's back and i'm gonna go the rear naked choke in round three all right i like it sean strickland against alex Pereira next strickland 25 and 3 10 ko's four subs 11 decisions performance of the night before king of the cage championship on the regional circuit alex Pereira only five and one four ko's one decision Guy was one and zero in boxing. He was thirty three and seven in kickboxing with a KO over, over Adesanya. Yes, which, which is, is the why, big talking point, right? Which is why he's probably getting this fight already. Cage Mike Q likes Pereira by decision. I find that a very interesting pick. I don't think so. Maybe I think Pereira's got to finish him though if he's going to get this. I think Strickland's going to have him a little outgunned in terms of like I can see him you know in the clinch doing well I can see him taking him down and wrestling him his kickboxing is spectacular but I I, I worry about the overall game I could very well see Pera scoring a KO here though I'm gonna go Strickland I'm gonna go Strickland by decision so yeah I'm I think that matchup wise this is great for Piera yes because you know Strickland's gonna come forward always and, and right. i think that prayer is going to be able he has the talent and the experience to set traps and he's going to set these traps True. on the feet that strickland's going to walk into and i think he's going to get ko'd with something spectacular you know a mm. spinning elbow or a you know flying knee or something i'm gonna say round two he gets a little feeling out process in round one maybe gets beaten up taken down a little bit in round one and then he catches strickland coming forward and yeah uh, second round pierre is glover to share his protege too right yes he is training with glover now yes so you know he has to be working on those takedowns Uh, i don't think strickland is any sort of jujitsu wizard but he definitely will have a wrestling clinch advantage i would imagine yeah maybe i put a little too much all right you guys are talking me out of it (laughs) i'm gonna go pierre and i keep thinking too i keep thinking like why did the ufc make this matchup like he's such a higher it's like obviously they see something in here and, we all know what they want to happen, yeah. Right. And Strickland would be the way to get it done. All right, Piera, round two, <laughs> TKO. Because I feel like he's going to get the finish if he wins, though. I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to. I know. In a decision, I, I, yeah. I feel like Strickland's just going to grind out a decision. If he, yeah. if he wins, that's probably how he wins. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. Because I think if Strickland gets caught early, I'm, I think he, and he doesn't get finished, I think he's going to change course and do what he has to to win i could be wrong but let's see all right before we go on to the co-main and the main event yeah. so we we lost the jim miller and bobby green oh, fight right but, we never talked about that yeah, yeah. But we, we passed over that i don't know where it ends up in the card now that cowboy is bobby green 
the replacement for Bobby Green, but I don't know if that moves the Miller Cowboy fight up. But I don't know if you want to talk about that a little bit. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, these guys have met before. Donald Cerrone won uh, the fight several years ago with a head kick at that time, and maybe Cage Mike who knows this. I can't remember if that's the time period that Jim Miller had Lyme disease or close to that area. But it's interesting when you look at guys like Lozon, Miller, and Cowboy. It's like they go to these different points of these careers and their highs mm-hmm. and. I feel like at this point, if you had told me two years ago this matchup was going to happen, Cowboy Cerrone all day. But now I feel like Cowboy's been on such a decline, and Miller's been fighting like steady. He's looked great uh, actually in his last yeah. few fights. Yeah, so I feel like Miller's got to be the favorite right now. I'm not going to be shocked though. A Cowboy taking this time off could have been very good for him. Yeah, I don't know. I say Miller wants that win back. I say Miller. By decision, because I don't think, although he's going to probably, he knows his Cowboys weakness now. He might storm in there. So I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm going to go with Miller by decision. Um, you know, props to Cowboy for taking the fight, obviously stepping in for Bobby Green, but, and, and I love Cowboy. Everyone's a huge Cowboy fan. How could you not be? But I just think, I don't even know if he really wants to be in there anymore or if he's just doing it because that's what he thinks he should be doing. I think he has like five losses in a row. But I just think that Miller's looked great as of late. So I, I think Miller's going to run right in, hurts him on the feet, and then subs him in round one. Yeah. We I hope that play. doesn't happen. I, I hope we get a war and, yeah. you know, it's a draw or something because I love both guys. But I think sub round one. Uh, Cerrone by round three. According to Miller, we'll try to get Cerrone out early. All right. We'll see what happens. He brings up an interesting point, though, about Cerrone definitely has had the tougher competition these last few years as opposed to Jim Miller, too. So, you know, taking that in consideration, but it's such a mental game. And I feel like Cowboy's the kind of guy that really beats himself up over those losses, too. Mm-hmm. Very true. We shall see. And Miller's had cardio issues. I don't know that Cowboy necessarily, you know, doesn't have cardio issues at times, too. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying he does, but we'll see. Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway, two best featherweights in the world. Let me go first on this one. Oh, please. I have very little to say about this. I am insanely biased and I cannot differentiate anything between them. So I'm just going to say Max via close decision. I don't have anything else to say about it. <laughs> Looks like Cage my Q said he thought Max won the rematch too. He's got Max by decision. I'm going to agree with that too. Just some stats that I thought were interesting for this. Rather than go through the records and everything, I'll just tell you this. I thought these caught, this caught my eye a little bit. Max Holloway, former featherweight champion, three successful title defenses. Volkanovski, he's had three successful title defenses. So if he's able to beat Max here, it's going to be four. But if he's not, three is going to be the magic number right now. Also, funny note, too, I never thought about this, but Max Holloway is the first UFC American featherweight champion. You know, I'm not big into the whole Patriots thing one or the other, but I, I just thought it was interesting. I never thought about that because you had Aldo, Connor, and now we got Volkanovski. So an American only had this belt one time. So it's just, I thought that was interesting. At the end of the day, I'm not sure who's the overall better, all well-rounded MMA fighter. I feel like Volkanovski might have certain areas over Max, but I think Max boxing is just on such another level and he's just as good or close to good in those other areas as Volkanovski. And I think, the big thing there is, too, I think Max will adapt a little better as the fight goes on. Now, I will say this. The key to all these fights, which has been really interesting, if you look at both of these guys, I think these are two of the hardest workers in the UFC and MMA, period. 
and they're constantly involving and you constantly hear about them going over film and you constantly hear about all the spiring and stuff they do. I think that that's why you never know what you're going to get each time these guys fight. So, but I think Max just needs this one a little bit more. So I like Max Holloway here. I think it is going five rounds. I think it'll be a hell of a fight. Main event. Time. Let's go, Max. <laughs> Let's go, Max. All right, we got Stylebender, Israel Adesanya, twenty-two and one, fifteen KOs, seven decisions. He's already got four successful def- title defenses in his career. This is a guy, yeah, like performance of the night five times, most knockdowns in the UFC title fight. This guy's like already like putting up those stats. You know, like, he's just exploded on MMA. And then we got Jared Kinnear, who's an interesting fight, I think, because you talk about mentally strong. Like, you know, Jared Kinnear has lost some top matchups. He's won some, but like, you know, he's a guy who's won at heavyweight and light heavyweight. And now, you know, he looks like a middleweight. Like, this Mm -hmm. is where all time. And he's another guy I feel that's constantly improving and making decisions. And I like stylistically how he actually matches up with Izzy. Like, I feel like, you know, he can brawl, but like, he's not going to just, you know, like he'll try to get into a clinch. He'll try to use takedowns. And I think he's a smart guy. And I think he's stronger than Izzy. And I think he's going to create potentially some problems. That being said, I have a real hard time going up against a champ. Because to me, other than when he decided to go up to light heavyweight and he got out muscled and out wrestled there, I haven't seen anybody that looks to me like they can really touch style bender at middleweight. So I will go style bender. I will go fourth round TKO. Yeah, obviously, Air is super dangerous, very fast, very powerful on the feet. But obviously, Izzy has seen that in all his kickboxing and everything multiple, multiple times. I think, like you mentioned, the clinch game could play a factor. But I really think that Izzy is super prepared prepared for whatever Cannoneer has to bring. So I think Izzy's probably going to just keep his distance and play it safe. And if Cannoneer, which I think the only way he can win is to blitz him and try to knock him out in a flurry. So if he does that a couple times and is unsuccessful, he's going to get tired out. And as he gets tired out, I think he gets pieced up and finished Mm -hmm. by Adesanya. So I'm going to say round five finish Izzy. I think we're going to see some finishes on this show. Except for great, Max. great card. Yeah. Except for Max and Volkanovski, which I think that'll be an outstanding fight. So, yeah, so many good fights on this card. Super excited. It's going to be a long day for me, unfortunately, that day. Red guys, 4th of July. But yeah, we'll see. I definitely will be watching that one way or another. So, guys, thank you for showing up. Chevy, why don't we, before we get out, tell them one more time what we got coming up. All right. July 9th, UFC Fight Night, Dos Anjos versus Fazeev. July 16th, UFC Fight Night, Ortega versus Rodriguez. And then the end of July, July 23rd, we have the big card, the UFC Fight Night, Blades versus Aspinall from london so we got some good shows coming up guys thank you for tuning in this is the combat cast we will be back on youtube in a couple weeks and on audio we'll be back thanks for stopping in all right so that wraps us up for this week thank you again for listening to the working fans podcast so as always you can find us on twitter at fans working our facebook page is working fans wrestling pod we have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also that's working fans wrestling pod at gmail.com Follow us on Instagram, workingfanswrestling underscore pod. And then, as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. 
If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 